With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Caleb Truax heading for the gym. Uh, what the heck? You uh, can take another <laughs> week off here, buddy. Oh, uh, man, I got I to gotta kick it into high gear, man. I got about six weeks until uh, <laughs> the next fight. So now it's on training camp. It gets uh, intense. So uh, you uh, you had the fight with DeGaulle on April 7th. You had some cuts to uh, a heel there for a while. You said you took a month off for the first time in a long time, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to relax and uh, hang out with my kid and family and uh, do some fishing, play some golf, and uh, drink a little beer on the on the side. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and then when you come back, you, when you come back, it's not really in the gym. It's more road work and stuff like that when you start working out again? Uh, yeah, road work, and, and uh, I'm still in, or still was in the gym, but no contact, no sparring, and, and nothing uh, crazy intense or anything like that, so just... Uh, lifting some weights and, and doing some plyometric stuff and, and in the boxing gym, just hitting the bag and, and uh, just avoiding contact to make sure uh, my cuts healed up correctly. And, uh, yeah, we I saw you today uh, at the Armory. They announced the card. They, they they don't have Jamal James's opponent yet. But the guy you're fighting, his nickname's the Pitbull. That's not good. Uh, I know, man. He, hopefully he don't <laughs> fight like one because uh, those things are mean. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a Brazilian guy with. He's had uh, twenty twenty six fights, but uh, you were uh, kind of hoping maybe to get a third fight with De Gaulle, but uh, he's stepped away momentarily. Nobody knows what he's up to. So, uh, what you look around for a while and decide to take this fight then? Uh, no, actually, I, I was holding out to to get that third fight with De Gaulle, and, and he uh, uh, relinquished his title last week or the week before. So. Uh, he's waiting to, to get a big fight over in London. So he was out of the picture and there was a couple other, um, couple other opportunities for, uh, me to land a big fight, but it was just, uh, not coming to. It was either sit and wait for a big fight or stay active. And they, they offered me this fight last week, um, uh, you know, in my hometown on the armory car and I, and I jumped all over it because, uh, uh, if you're sitting, you're not getting any better. So I wanted to stay busy and, and, uh, just get a fight in. And Caleb, um, before I get a big one, I know I saw you when they announced that first card at the Armory, and uh, uh, when everybody sees this new place, this new remodeled place as a possible home for boxing, I would imagine uh, it would have been easy to turn down if it wasn't in this new Armory, giving you a chance to fight in there. Yeah, I was, uh, I was a little bit jealous. I, I said today on the podium, uh, you know, I, was, I, was, I was happy for Jamal. I love watching Jamal and all the rest of the guys from from Minnesota. Uh, who were on that card, but uh, the only thing I could think of while I was watching was like, man, I wish I was fighting at, uh, at the Armory as well. I got a little jealous, so uh, uh, as soon as they, they said that uh, I had the opportunity to, to fight on that 
uh, on that card at the Armory. I jumped all over it. Hey, when you're uh, fighting for uh, in, on one of these premier boxing champions cards, uh, you get a tough opponent. Uh, Jamal, that kid they had, Jamal, that Abo Ramos, who uh, was a, a wily veteran, they, they had him in with a tough guy, and he'll be in with a tough guy again, I would imagine. Yeah, he uh, he's getting close to uh, working his way towards a world title uh, fight, so uh, when you're kind of coming up like that, um, everybody they throw at you is going to be a pretty tough opponent, and and that Abel Ramos, he, uh, you know, he he had lost a couple uh, fights prior to his fight with Jamal, but uh, he definitely came ready to fight that night. I mean, anytime you go into somebody's hometown and and uh, you know you're the underdog, uh, you're gonna put forth your best effort to try to upset the apple card, just like I did when I went and fought the Gale over in London in his hometown. So uh, uh, the uh, the boxing scene locally, uh, who are some of the other kids that uh, might be on that, uh, younger guys who might be on that card who the public might want to watch? Uh, right now we got, uh, it's not it's not finalized yeah, yet, right. but I think uh, Joey Abel, uh, the big heavyweight from yeah. Spoon Rapids that goes to my gym, he might be on the card. Uh, I think Uriel Lara is, uh, he's a, a junior middleweight slash welterweight from my gym. He might be on the card. Uh, Celso Ramirez. Uh, and uh, Vishon Owens, uh, they both fought on the last card. They're from the same gym as Jamal, Circle of Discipline. Those are two guys that might be on the card. Uh, Lydell Rhodes might be on the card. Uh, he He's a, a kind of an Oklahoma transplant. Now he's training with my trainer, um, uh, Tom Halstead, up here in Coon Rapids. Um, so we're just, uh, I think Tony said he's going to go, Tony Gregorko, my promoter, he said he's going to get on a conference call tonight or tomorrow to try to figure out uh, uh, who all is going to be on the card, how many slots they have available. Uh, this is the uh, they they announced today at the card uh, that uh, when they announced the, the the fight was coming up first time since 1977 in Minnesota that there's been two ranked boxers world world ranked boxers you and uh, Jamal uh, James on the on a card here in Minnesota. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I uh, I didn't. Uh... Didn't I guess I, that was the first time I had heard that, and and uh, I imagine there, there hasn't been too many world ranked fighters uh, from Minnesota. Um, I don't think any since uh, maybe other than Jason Litzel since uh, since I've been um, boxing, and now Jamal's ranked, and actually uh, uh, Robert Brandt. I think uh, he, he he's from uh, St. Paul or Maplewood or something like that. He lives in Dallas now, but he's he's ranked, um, I believe, by one of the organizations in the top ten as well. So um, we've got a couple guys that. Uh, a few guys that are that are recognized worldwide now. Uh, you got the Vikings playing next door that night. I looked it up. Uh, if you want to park, you might want to get there early, folks. <laughs> are they playing? Uh, yeah, the, they, they got an exhibition game that night. Oh, Friday night. Oh, that's Friday. too bad. That might take away from some of the uh, take away from some of the ticket sales, but. I, uh, You'll, you'll have more fun at the fight than an exhibition game, that's for sure. Yes. Hey, uh, Caleb Truax is with us. Caleb, you're an amazing, well-rounded Minnesota guy. I, you think of boxers who go to the gym and maybe sit around and watch TV, but you fish, you golf, you do the whole thing. Your golf game's pretty good, huh? Uh, it's been struggling lately since I had a kid, man. Uh, <laughs> my daughter's my daughter's uh, two and a half, and and my girlfriend said it was either fishing or golfing, and. Uh, and uh, fishing's a little bit cheaper, so uh, I've been doing a little bit more fishing than golfing. But uh, now every year I I play in like uh, five or six charity tournaments. Um, uh, I get out as much as I can and play with friends. So I used to be pretty good, but uh, uh, my game's been slacking a little bit. Well, uh, that's uh, good. Now, uh, 
When does uh, now with the fight set for August 24th and you're going to get a scouting report on this guy, What explain the training route between now and then uh, for getting ready for the fight. Yeah, so, so now that we have an opponent, uh, my, my trainer, Tom Halstead, my manager, Ron, like Tony, Greg Elko, we'll all sit down and watch some film and, and just kind of see what he brings to the table. Uh, kind of the same as watching film, uh, you know, for football, just see what weaknesses he has, see what strengths he has, see what I can do to uh, combat that and uh, just kind of draw up a game plan and, and uh, bounce ideas off the wall, what we think will work against this guy. And, and uh, for the next five weeks, we um, try to find a, a guy that can uh, – emulate him in sparring, and um, just uh, worked off of that. Uh, Caleb Tracks with us. A couple more questions. Caleb, uh, do you try to avoid going back and looking at the last fight because the head butts would make you too mad, <laughs> or what do you do? Normally, you know, normally I, I watch uh, a fight, win or lose, uh, but I haven't watched the the, the Gale, uh, the second Gale fight yet because I was pissed off that I... Uh, <laughs> I didn't have a very good uh, outing in my mind, and I was mad that he was uh, being and, and uh, using his elbows and headbutts and and uh, giving me a heel of his glove the whole fight. So I haven't watched it yet. Eventually, I will, but uh, not uh, not going to get around to it anytime soon. Did you ever get headbutted like that in a fight? You've had no, quite a few of them. Never. I've had thirty-five fights, I believe now, and uh, I've only been cut twice. And one of them was from a headbutt, and that was like an accidental help. But, but uh, yeah, he he, I probably got five or six of them that seemed intentional to me. So uh, that was a, that was a first for me. Well, uh, okay, uh, good luck uh, training here. Those gyms get a little hot at this time of year, getting ready for a fight. August twenty fourth, uh, Jamal James will get his opponent pretty quick, but. Uh, Hopefully, uh, we'll come close to filling the armory. Uh, last time they ran into the snowstorm, but, uh, yeah. I, I think, uh, it, it's a, you got to get over there and look at it, folks. It's a beautiful venue for boxing. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful for sure. And, uh, thanks for having me on, Roycey. Hey, Caleb, one other thing. You don't have to wait to get a drink there either. Those are the two longest bars I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Yeah, for sure. I think they got more bar space than they do actual room in the armory. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks, Caleb. All uh, right, thanks. All right, uh, Caleb Truex, great guy, and uh, had had the big brawl on April seventh. Uh, got sliced across the eyes twice with headbutts by the De Gaulle and uh, lost that decision. Uh, he'll be fighting August twenty fourth. Jamal James, a tall, lanky kid who's uh, really a uh, uh, a talented kid, and he's he's on the rise. So they'll get him a. They gave him a tough fight last time. They'll give him a big fight again this time. August twenty fourth. Uh, skip the Vikings exhibition game. Who cares? Go watch a boxing match at the Armory. You'll enjoy the Armory. And as I said, two bars, each side, length of the building. You don't have to stand in line hardly at all. And let's face it, if you're going to go to a boxing match, you want to have a cocktail, right? You got to. You got to have a cocktail. All right, we'll be back. Twenty-four seconds. Swing and a high fly ball center field. That will do it. Bryce Harper here in Washington D.C. The Washington Nationals outfielder hoists the trophy, and he is your 2018 T-Mobile Home Run Derby champion. Time, 
pop talk, so baby gets mentioned. Before we get into that, you know, remember George on uh, uh, Seinfeld show when uh, they caught him with the shrinkage? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the shrinkage? Mm. Well, I was in the pool. Honest to God, I spilled the Diet Coke on my crotch. I didn't. This was not. This was not an old man relieving himself in his pants. I just spilled a Diet Coke right on my crotch. So when I'm out there in the hallway, when I'm out there in the hallway, it's Diet Coke. It's Diet Coke. It's not shrinkage. You think the ladies in the office are going? Oh, well, looks like Royce. You missed the bathroom again. Should you put like a? Can you put like a post-it note on your stomach <laughs> yeah, with right. an arrow pointing yeah, down, saying Coke. it's just Diet Coke? Coke. No, Diet I actually Coke. think at your age, Pat, it's probably yeah. better to just bring a change of clothes every yes, day for work, like right. I have to do with the boys at daycare. I spilled about this much right on the <laughs> right on the old. Uh... All right, now I love Phil and Judd. And but, I, but. And, but, and I gave them credit the other day. I came in and gave them a compliment. I told them, write it down as genius. Okay. It's been a genius uh, bit, right? Mm-hmm. But today I heard him talking about the home run derby. And Phil wanted uh, right Reese Hoskins. Nobody knows who he is. Let Ichiro. Ichiro wanted a hit. Nobody knows who Reese Hoskins is. Uh, Aguilar from uh, Milwaukee. The, Milwaukee. Nobody knows who he is. Yet, these are the same guys who you can hear saying baseball does such a terrible job of, of marketing its, its stars. Young yep, yep. Players. Uh, can't have it both ways, folks. If you want America to discover Reese Hoskins, now, That's obviously, the event to do you got it. Yeah. 8 million people watching is all. It's not like the nation is awestruck by this. But there's now if there's now 5 million more people in America who know who Reese Hoskins was, is the new yesterday. Well, and if there is right? a format for them to do it, it's yes, the home run it derby. It is the home run derby. Yeah. derby. It is now. I would have liked to see Judge in it, obviously. I would have, you know, and anyone who doesn't compete in it when invited is a coward in my opinion you're a gutless weenie uh <laughs> now did he turn it down because did he make the all-star team yes judge no, did yes, yeah, okay started. okay but he uh he, he went into that slump last year he didn't after, want to go okay after it and uh, by uh by the way he uh he you know was sputtering a little before the thing it, that's the most nonsense it drives me nuts when people right. say it. That said, it was a spectacularly successful home run derby. It was great. It was fun. You get the fat guy from the Cubs who's not a fat guy anymore. <laughs> it was we all love because he goes up there and just swings and hopes he hits a home run. And you get the hometown hero. The Schwarber what thing more was, could have you wanted? The Schwarber thing was funny because they showed him taking some practice swings, or he's, he yeah. was swinging in a cage, yes. like back in a hallway or something. And they showed him, and I'm like. Who the hell is that guy from the Cubs? And then they put the name of Kyle yeah. Schwarber. I'm like, yeah. no, I mean, that's not Kyle Schwarber. Two guys in the finals. They've they've now gotten it down. I think five minutes is a little long for some of these guys. Isn't it four? I uh, it was it's four five minutes. minutes. It's, it's, I, it's thought, I thought I thought four, it was four. And then you get thirty. And seconds. then you get a you get a yeah, right, and you get a timeout. Minutes. Yep. And you get a timeout. And then if you hit. How do you get the extra? If you, if you get two four hundred and forty foot home runs, they give you an extra thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Okay. All right. So they both got 
that extra 30 The seconds. new format works because before yes. our complaint was it took forever. Took forever. Yeah, last night it was an hour and a half. I mean, the, the more mm-hmm. no Josh Hamilton derby, that, that thing took like two and a half hours. Yes. It was yeah, ridiculous. It, it is. It works. And B, okay, if you want, if a guy like Ichiro wants to show up, if some retiree wants to show up, and some other guy who just quit, Big Poppy, if he was still in shape, wants to show up. <laughs> You can have them take fifteen swings each as the break before the next round. You run, before yeah. you run out they, the two finalists, I think the two finalists deserve a little longer break. But well, maybe they don't want it. Well, last night yeah. they had the they did the army versus the navy. They had some guy from the army and some guy from the navy do a who won it one to nothing. Do, yeah, yeah, the guy from the army won it one <laughs> yeah. to nothing. But they had a little mini as like a break in between yeah, rounds. Gotta, they they I did think, that too. I you think you that. really need the break. For the two guys in the finals, because yeah. you've, uh, you know, by you then, swung a lot. You're by then you've each hit 40 home runs or 35 or something like that. But it was great. There's no all-star event in any sport that's better than this when it's good. There's nothing. No. I mean, the dunk, dunk contest, contest is war. Okay, it's all subjective. Yeah. And the three-point thing. depends on if you've got some good Three-point things, okay. I saw some idiot from SB Nation said, baseball needs a skills contest to go with the home run. Okay. Okay, I want to watch guys throw the ball from center field to second base. No, I, I mean from the home plate. <laughs> it'll, be no. like a, it'll be like a hot box competition I do not need anything <laughs> beyond this. If they want to have the dumbass softball game with the celebrities, that's fine. By the way, speaking of which, how about did you guys see Tory strike out? Oh, Our did guy, he? Tory Hunter, he struck out in the celebrity game. Oh, no. He oh, did. by Jenny Finch. Yeah, I think Jenny, it was Jenny Finch yeah. struck him out. Yeah. I, then, I it, saw one minute and they had some uh, African American chick who must be a singer, singer, and they flipped the ball to her and she hit it. And then had no idea what she was supposed to do. <laughs> no do I go get she it? She was supposed to run to first base. She hit it and said, uh, okay, what now? And they were but, saying, like, right hey, now there. Did you see who look scored like a run? Look like the seven-year-olds. No. Our guy, Timmy. Timmy? Kirkchen. Yeah. Kirkchen yeah. scored yeah. a run. Yeah. We'll yeah. get on him about the, the it. Tor- the Tory well, thing. Him tomorrow, right? Yes. No, Buster this week. Buster this Next week, week then, yeah. Uh, Buster this week. The Tory thing was funny, though, because he, he struck out, and then they put the camera over him. Jamie Foxx came over and was, like, saying a prayer for him. Oh, they had okay. him mic'd up, All and right. Jamie Foxx is saying, but, Lord, please help this man. But the public <laughs> has as, have as, as much, I mean, if they... It's for people who show up at the game, right? Well, and yeah. to do. outside they're going to have as much fun as doing that as watching a skills contest. Outside of you know, a Harper was clearly the story, and that was great for the home crowd. But outside of that, the crowd was going nuts when Max Muncie was coming back and then knocked out Javi Baez. Yes, the crowd was. I mean, I was yeah, into it watching Max from Muncie. home. And what a story! Guy. We've yeah. never heard of yeah. the guy. Yeah, this is. You know, it worked out great for baseball, and we still got to figure out a way to criticize it. It's unbelievable. And tonight, now I like Olbermann virtually for everything he does. I, I agree with him on virtually everything, whether he's on MSNBC or ESPN, okay? <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. But he said, oh, they got to shake They got to shake up the All-Star game. They should do it like the NHL and have no. three, uh-uh. four teams. Why There's would you do that? There's nothing wrong with it. It's the one all-star game that you can play the game. You can actually play baseball. And they got the home run derby, and it works if they can get these louts to participate. Why would they? What, 
What we we love to bitch about baseball so much that we're bitching even when they do something right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know what else. What else would they be able to do outside of incentivizing these guys financially to to participate in the derby? Because well, you can offer up a million bucks. I mean, what are you going to be able to what, do? No, I don't know what you're going to do. You can sit around and call them in and, and tell them, listen, there's we need to energize the younger people whenever we possibly can. Yeah. You you know, Aaron Judge. The reason you're going to make $200 million on your next contract is because of a game that's got a real age problem. So get out there, show some cojones, and hit. Mm-hmm. You know, And now it worked yesterday, but if somebody goes 0 for 12 after, if Schwarber doesn't get a hit for three days, it's going to be because he participated in the whole well, to, to, to Back up your point, Pat. Yesterday, my, my kid will watch a half an inning yes. of a Twins game. Yeah. He was glued yes. to the Derby. Glued. Yes. That's it's, why I stayed up and watched I watched right. it and with now him. now he knows who Max Muncy he, he is. He did. He's going to watch it. Well, no, he called him the blue guy. The blue guy. The blue yeah, guy in the Dodger jersey. He's TV and he sees the blue guy. He's going to know who that is. Yeah. Yes, by the way. By the way, it looks like the blue guy is going to have Manny Machado as a teammate. I saw that. That's, uh, I'm cool with that. I guess I'd rather have him go to the Dodgers than go to, you're wearing your Dodgers jersey, mm-hmm. uh, go to the Dodgers than to the Yankees, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And let's get a, you know, let's get a you know, star going the other way here. And it'll just be glad that the Yankees are going to get him for nothing in exchange as a free agent in the offseason. <laughs> I'm not sure about I don't that. know either. I don't know how far they want to go the Dodgers, I think the Dodgers will pay him. Oh yeah, the Dodgers will pay him. Oh yeah, and where where the hell else would he want? That's the thing. He's he's going to end up signing there for two hundred million. So, all right, we'll be back. John, hi with the sports update. Thank you, Patrick. This update sponsored by Walgreens. We're going to go fast here. We don't want to be Kenny Kenny too late. Walgreens is. He here. was just cheery as hell yesterday, but he's a little grumpy. I think it's settled in that he's back now. He's back at work. <laughs> Walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs. Stop by today to consult with your pharmacist and get trusted advice and tips about your diabetes medications and testing supplies. All-Star Game tonight. You will hear it right here, 7 o'clock on 1500 ESPN. Uh, Chris Sale and Max Scherzer are the starting pitchers. Of course, uh, we'll probably get to see a twin pitch at some point. Jose Barrios, their only representative on the All-Star team. Uh, Miguel Sano has left the Class A Fort Myers miracle. Uh, he was sent there last month, of course. He's going back to the Dominican Republic because of an illness in the family. He should return in a few days. Sano has played 19 games for the miracle, uh, hit 328 so far with two home runs. The worst hermit human beings in America, uh, the commenters at newspapers, uh, were uh, saying vile things about uh, Miguel earlier. Really? As it, when, uh, when the story was first. Never wait to see what the cause might be. Just start ripping people. Yeah, just right? read the headline and yeah, just go yeah, right into the, the conversation. Yes, and uh, Miguel, of course, his mom's apparently ill. So. Yeah. Weeks ago, the 76ers reportedly agreed to a deal with a free agent for uh, Nemanja Balitza. Close, Johnny. Very close. close. That's that's That's, pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, just call him Belly. Belly. Uh, They uh, apparently had reached terms on a one-year deal, but now it looks like he won't be joining them or any other NBA team next season because he's going to stay in Europe. 
According to multiple reports, Belitsa will not be officially signing with the Sixers. Will stay in Europe. He informed the team of his decision this morning. According to and uh, if you go back and look at Tibbs's quotes on the subject from out in Las Vegas, it was uh, we wanted to make sure we got somebody, and that's why we yeah. uh, went and got Tolliver. So, mm-hmm. uh, but he didn't tip the world off that Belly was thinking about going back to Europe. So. Uh, the, uh, He's just smarter than everybody else. Tibbs. <laughs> Man, I'm glad we got him. You should him call him to the Sunday best. morning show. I'm glad at, uh, we got him running our best. You should call him to the Sunday morning show and talk to that host about, about uh, how it's <laughs> I think he's coming is. around a little bit. I think he's coming around. He saw the good rookies and and, and the and now he uh, sees the wisdom of the Tolliver <laughs> signing. I think he's he'll, coming around. He'll, he'll find a way to rip. No, no he'll no. find a way to rip Tibbs though. Not, not Corso's not hard headed. He can he can be <laughs> he can his mind will change. The WNBA is set to reveal its All-Stars this evening. Why are they doing it tonight, the dummies? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, what are they doing? The All-Star they're, they're, they're revealing their All-Star team. Oh, yeah, wait till tomorrow. There's nothing going on. Well, they're, you know. There'll be 22 picked. Brilliant. And and our coach, Reeve, wanted us to have the entire starting lineup. Yes, they've been I, I pushing for the whole thing. I don't think that would be justified, do you, Johnny? Considering <laughs> well, the way they're playing? Not from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, in other words, our coach, Cheryl Reeve, after mm-hmm. lobbying to get the All-Star game here, wants to make it a farce. Is that right? Okay. All right. Well, now they, we got it straight. They have a do, do have a different format, though. If they all five were picked, they could end up on different teams. Mm-hmm. Because there's 22 All Stars now and two captains who will pick teams, so there's no conference affiliation anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, the All Stars. Oh, we don't know who the captains are yet. No, either. not yet. Okay. The All Stars will be selected through a combination of voting by fans, WNBA players and coaches, and a national panel of sports writers and broadcasters. July 24th here, right? Mm-hmm. Next July 24th is that or well, July 20th? 29th. 29th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. It's a Sunday Sorry. afternoon. Yeah, right. it'll be at the Target well, Center July 29th. Go get them, girls. <laughs> uh, one other baseball note, uh, the Orioles apparently have a structure of a deal in place for Manny Machado. With the Dodgers. Yeah, with the Dodgers. That's coming from Buster Olney. Uh, he'll play, of course, tonight in the All-Star game for the American League. Uh, it's not completely known which team he'll be traded to, although indications are the Dodgers and Phillies have been invested in their pursuit of Machado. According to fan cred, the Dodgers had emerged as a leading contender. Uh, but some other folks, including MLB.com, reporting Philadelphia is the most likely destination for really? Machado because uh, they'd uh, include their pitching prospect, Adonis Medi- uh, Medina. 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 Adonis okay. Medina. Okay. That's tough to say. All so, right. All right. All right, Johnny. Thank you. You bet. Belhitsa will put in a three by percentage. He is the number one three-point shooter on the wall. Belhitsa, he's really playing out of position. Now at the small forward, another three by him. Belhitsa wins. Good! From Apple Valley, he knocks it in. Yeah, Belly, uh, going back to Europe, apparently, after agreeing to a uh, mid-level exception deal, $4.4 million with the six, Sixers. Uh, you know what? He just, you, you made this point, Manny. He just never looked comfortable on an NBA floor. He'd had his moments, but yeah. uh, I think he liked the European game better. He just looked like he never really 
found a role for himself. And, you know, you could one could argue that Tibbs didn't really help with that. But How about the he, previous coaches? Well, I mean, his rookie year was Sam, was the Sam yeah, Mitchell right. year. So, I mean, he, you know, he had injuries and stuff too, but he just never, he just never looked like he had really a definitive role or that he never really looked like he found himself. He was he was only here three seasons. Three years. Seemed yeah. like he was here longer, didn't it? Yeah. Did they See? own did they own his rights yeah, for, for quite some time? Okay. They, yeah. I think it, it was, was a, a part of a trade. I think it? it was a David Kahn signing. Like they mm-hmm. they signed him. I can't remember because it was years ago when they had like actually acquired him. Yes. But then he came over. He came over in 2015. And, and now but, uh, people got. Uh, uh, very upset, and I think there was also a bunch of people who thought he was going to get a four-year deal for fifty million from somebody. Right? I actually thought he was going to get that from somebody, but who else you know, thought was, that? I don't know. Show of hands. <laughs> <laughs> show of hands. I he just too unreliable. Yeah. I know he played he had too. some injuries when uh, when Butler first got hurt. He had about two weeks. He really looked good, and yeah. then he just kind. Then all of a sudden, you'd say. Where's Belly? Is he playing? Yeah. Well, but when he was on the court, shoot. Yeah. How many, he, how many times? It was, it was maddening. <laughs> how blamed, many times? We blamed Thibs for him not shooting. They wanted him to shoot. Right. No, they, I don't blame Tibbs for that. I, no. I, I, it, it was maddening how many times he found himself open for a three-pointer, mm-hmm. and he would pass it up for, you know, he would pass it, or he would take one dribble and take a worse shot. I mean, it, it just... Uh, He's got skill, but he just, I don't know if he's really fully confident in himself, and he doesn't really, I don't think he really realized his full potential. And uh, the uh, fact that they they jumped on Tolliver kind of uh, early to give him the mid-level, uh, their their mid-level exception, which was $5.75 million, more than the Belitza deal, and then uh, Tibbs got a bunch of heat for that. is mm-hmm. uh, a better player. He must have known this was up, don't you think? That, uh, I gotta think that so. he was trying to go back because his quotes in uh, Vegas when he talked to—I think he talked to Johnny K and Zagoda out there—were uh, that you know, we just wanted to make sure we had a we had a guy. We we, we yeah. and, and and he didn't. They didn't know if Belitza was going to sign or stay here or go or what he wanted to do. And he was so a restricted rec- free agent for and, a little bit, too, yeah. so somebody could have swooped in and gave him an offer and, sheet and, and he might if, not have wanted to match he it. Have, uh, if he would have taken the deal, they would have signed him, obviously. Mm-hmm. But he, he wouldn't take the deal, so they brought in Tolliver. And uh, Tolliver will play you more defense, I think. And I think Anthony Tolliver just knows who he is like he knows what his role is going to be he's going to you know come in there play some defense shoot some threes and that's that's what his role is going to be but belly just never really seemed to know what his role was going to be he never seemed to find his niche on the floor the quote from tibbs was uh we like belly a lot now this was only a week or about 10 days ago Mm -hmm. two but we were looking at what the possibilities were and we didn't want to get caught short so we were trying to get something done. He was the player we got an attraction on, meaning Tolliver. We felt rather than take a chance, let's be sure. Yep. Hey, can I hear it out there? Can I hear it for Tibbs out there that he got you a player when this guy probably wanted to go back to Europe? He wasn't happy. Yep. Now, obviously, if you'd come at him with the big money, he would have stayed here. Of course, right? yes. But uh, he's, you know, 4.4. He can make that in Europe. And yeah. 
and go and back be the and man. be a star and be the man and take some shots and not have to play defense and not everybody <laughs> yell at him for not playing defense. I have another question regarding our Timberwolves. Is the Hoops Tribune, is that a reputable reputable basketball uh, follow no, on Twitter? I have no idea who it is. Okay. Uh, the only reason I say that is I've seen this in a couple of other places. There's a lot of people that are forecasting a Jimmy Butler trade. Is there any smoke uh, or rumor? I don't well, I, I think they're I think it's because he turned down the extension. The extension, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I think it's something that I, I think it's something that people shouldn't rule out, but I think mm. the likelihood of it is really, really small. But what you got to realize is this proves, as I said on Twitter, this proves <laughs> that Jimmy can't stand Wiggy, can't stand Cat, really doesn't think there's any future here with Tibbs. And uh, he's he's mad that Jamal Crawford that Jamal Crawford after his great season, I'm, I'm sure Jimmy was very impressed with Jamal's gritty defense. Yeah, that so he's mad that he had, left. Yeah. And then that guy named Vince got fired. Oh yeah. And now he was close to Cat, right, Vince? But he, Jimmy probably yeah. liked him too. So we got all those reasons adding up together <laughs> uh, that Jimmy might get traded because they had forecasted a. Potential Wolves and 76ers trade. Jimmy Butler going to Philadelphia. Is that Rodney Covington? Uh, Robert Covington. Robert Covington and uh, the Fultz character coming That's back. That's all you're Fultz. Yeah, you want Mark L. Fultz. Well, I'd, I'd take Covington. I, Covington will play defense and hit some threes for you. He can shoot some hit threes, but here's yeah. the problem. Uh it's total BS. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, the that's what we do it's, here it's at Sports Talk BS. Radio. And Tibbs especially, is not going to trade Jimmy especially Butler. Especially when it's at the NBA Tribune. What Hoops, Hoops Tribune. Okay. Well, all you got to do is throw it out there. I don't know. My sources it are telling me. Disgust. <laughs> the Hoops They're Tribune. also, you know what else they're saying, Pat? What? A potential Wolves and Spurs swap of Butler for Kawhi Leonard. Mm? Yeah, that would be good because uh, Kawhi refused to play yep. for Pop, so I can't <laughs> wait to come up here and play for uh, this guy. And Kawhi has basically only, is only interested in playing in Los Angeles at this point mm-hmm. as he's made his, him and his camp have made perfectly yes, clear that they Kawhi, only want to play in L.A. Kawhi wants to get traded so badly to L.A. that he's apparently going to show up at USA Basketball's camp to prove that he will play <laughs> as long as you trade him to the right place. Yeah. Yeah. Lakers that's, or Clippers, basically. That's another one. Let's give up Wiggins for Kawhi Leonard and then have him come up here and not play for 73 games, <laughs> which he proved idea. he's capable of doing last year. Uh, boy, the NBA, man. It's what makes the world go around. And we got guys getting excited about what the Hoop Tribune. But uh, I think we can all get in this together and say, Tibbs pulled a fast one on the rest of the league See, what when he, he did? signed Tolliver because yep. he knew Belly the uh, the Iron Just Man. Just got to be smart is, for forty eight minutes. Going back to the other league. That's right. Let's let's hear it for Tibbs. Come Atta on, boy, Tibbs. Right, Tibbs. Tibbs. Hey, Congratulations. Tibbs. Hey, Pulled one Tibbs. over on him. We love Tibbs. Yeah, come on, Tibbs. Go get him. <laughs> we'll be back. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history. Third base, one there, two there, and a triple play. Holy mackerel. The Twins have just rolled off a triple play on a perfect ball for Gaetti to do. They go 
And Gaiety has won. They got two. And they've got another triple play. <laughs> the second time the Twins have started a triple play in this game. That's Sean McDonough, isn't it? It sure sounds like it. Sean yeah. McDonough doing TV. 25 years ago, Holy on cow. this day, the Minnesota Twins did something that had never been done before or since in Major League Base. No, 27 years ago. On July 7, 28 years ago, on July 17, 1990, the Twins turned two triple plays in the same game against the Boston Red Sox. The first instance occurred in the fourth inning. Wade Lock Boggs led off with a walk against Scott Erickson, who then allowed a double to Jody Reed before walking Carlos Quintana. Wow. Former twin. Yeah. Uh, almost. To load the bases. Up stepped. Guess who? Oh, it was former, a right-handed batter, right? Former twin. Bernanski? Bruno. Okay. Huh. At that point, Twins third baseman Gary Gaetti made a bold prediction. I turned to Boggs in the third base umper, ump and said, the next pitch is 5-4-3. You can ask him, he said after the game. Boggs confirmed it. Yeah, he said it. I turned to him and said, oh, really? Gaetti, who knew something about triple plays, having turned seven in his career, said he moved himself closer to the line to help his cause, and sure enough, he knew Bruno was a pull hitter before mm-hmm. it was fashionable. Mm-hmm. Brunatsky hit a hard-hit ball right to the third baseman who stepped on the bag, threw to second. Baseman knew me, knew he was playing second, with Newman's throw to uh, Kent. Herbert first base completing the triple play. The second triple play came in the eighth inning with reliever, big tall left-hander. Big tall left-hander, big tall left-hander, 1990. Not David West. It couldn't be David West. That was before. The Candyman. Oh, John John Candelaria. When he was at his Uh, last. uh, This time, Tim Nairing let off the inning with a double, and Boggs walked. Boston manager Joe Morgan called for a hit and run to avoid hitting into a triple play. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, who's the hitter? Uh, Reed. Who's Reed? Jody Reed. Jody Reed. Second baseman. Hit one to Gaetti, who repeated an identical around the horn triple play with Reed easily out at first. That one just developed. If the ball isn't hit extremely hard, you can just forget it. Nairing, who was forced out at third on the second triple play, with those triple plays, it was like somebody didn't want us to win the ball game. <laughs> Newman said, that's unbelievable. I just figured we're going to win the ball game. After the second one, uh, alas, the Twins had more triple plays than runs combined as Boston won one to nothing. Best third baseman in Twins history? Gaetti? If you don't count Harmon's time playing oh, I suppose, there, I, guess, I suppose I didn't yeah, think of that. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, no doubt. But I'll think.